0: as old as rhymes songs as old as times beauty and the beast tales as wait, old as rhymes song it wrong. It. what what is it
1: that's not how it goes
0: well we're what not we're what not what goes what what
1: you're singing it wrong singing what wrong you're singing the song wrong
0: the be and song yes baby are, are, Baby, listen, I have listened to that song since I was a child. I grew up on that song. That's a, that's, baby, that's a Disney classical musical.
1: Well, you're doing it wrong.
0: How? There's no. You
1: mixed up the words.
0: Baby, that's the, that's the chorus. If I, if I, if I would mess up anything, it would not be the chorus.
1: Well, you did it. Did what? (laughs) You messed it up.
0: I, I don't think so.
1: I think so. Well, tell
0: me, how does it go then?
1: Tales as old as time, songs as old as rhyme. Beauty and the Beast. Is that
0: not? Is that not how it goes?
1: That's how it goes.
0: Did I not sing that?
1: No. <laughs> you say, tales. Tales as old as, old as, as, as rhymes. rhymes. But it's tales as old as time.
0: Baby. Landing. <laughs> it's okay. You're mixed up, but that's no. okay. Well then after let's can we get through this? So we're gonna have to edit that out. But when we get through this we'll we'll <laughs> we'll watch the movie, at least that one part, and we'll see who's right then. But Or we
1: could just play it on
0: our phone right now. No, 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 we're not doing that. We don't need to do that. <clears throat> Why
1: not? Because
0: we don't need to do that right now. Please no, just no please. we um baby we got a lot of discussion to go through please. right now
1: please
0: baby you're already I mean people don't want to listen to that that was just a me and you thing just a little oh, we're not go- what are you doing I'm
1: trying to
0: find it okay listen carefully. Tales as old as rhymes
1: time. Rhyme. time.
0: Beauty do it one more. Wait, wait. It says what? Certain as the sun. Certain as the as as time. time. Oh. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Check, check and see if that's a remix. Is that a remix? No, it's
1: not. It's original. A f-
0: official Beauty and Bees out. Whatever. Okay.
1: <laughs> so what?
0: I was wrong, it's I think okay. mine sounded better anyways.
1: It's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
0: I spilt tamales all over my Bible. Jersey. Oh,
1: no. <clears throat>
0: well,
1: can we get started? Yes, we can. So here we
0: go the intro. <clears throat> Welcome back, everybody. My name is Landon Barrios, and this is by the campfire where the Barrios is. And my wife, Mallory K. Barrios. Hi. Welcome back, Mallory. It's so good to have you on, even though it's our show.
1: hmm. But
0: it's all right. We
1: just here. like to do them without me. Well, I uh, well no, no, I me. Mean, sometimes the
0: circumstances and everything. Uh, my wife today, Mallory, she uh, brought home tamales. Mm-hmm. Authentic tamales, might I say, and they are really good.
1: thank you to Christina mm. for my work Christina <laughs> from
0: work' they're excellent oh spicyhm spicy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. They're
1: she didn't delicious. mention
0: she didn't mention what was in them mm.
1: Mm. pork and chicken that's all I know <laughs> <laughs> well
0: Mm-mm. spicy um spicy tamales and coffee don't really go together. I may have to set that aside and put it in the microwave after a while. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have an interesting uh, conversation. Again, we're having a uh, biblical conversation because it seems like, you know, a lot of you, a lot of y'all, really enjoy these kind of conversations. And so today, since Mallory's here, uh, we're both on the same schedule and track and everything. I decided we do a little update on our marriageable status. <laughs> Yay! Woo-hoo. Wonderful. Yes. Um. You know, when we first got married, <clears throat> before we got married, you know, we 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 talked about being prepared financially, mm-hmm. spiritually, um, doing the right things, getting our ducks in a row, and all that stuff. And um, but when you're married, you know, all those rules and all those plannings, it kind of changes. You know, then now Another that you're bit. a married man or a married couple, married woman, like yourself, you know, uh-huh. you really learn to live with somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, in the beginning, you're all, it's all about yourself, getting yourself established, getting everything for you, getting ready, a good job, learning how to budget, being able to afford things and all that stuff. And then when you bring someone else into the picture, it just it just changes the whole game.
1: I agree. It definitely you know, does. like
0: one of the big things that's really changed, but like not just being married and everything, but your social life, your social status. You know, when you're married, it's it just kind of I don't know really how to explain it. It just happens that you don't really hang out with like friends anymore, and as crazy as that sounds, you really don't. <laughs> um, it just it just not that you're doing it or you're trying to. It's just you know when the weekend comes. Family wants to get together, your brother and sisters want to get together, uh, or maybe you you and your wife just kind of want to, it's been a long week, and y'all just kind of want to go out, and and like here lately, we've been, you know, doing things around the house, going on our, like, our third wedding anniversary, I mean, our third honeymoon, <laughs> my goodness, but um, but yeah, you know, just this, the status changes and everything, and one of the things I want to talk about today is what does the Bible say about marriage? And what does he instruct us to do? Now there's a lot of things that in the Bible the way it's worded may sound offensive to some people. But hopefully I can explain it to where everyone has a position and it doesn't offend anyone, it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings, no one's really above anyone necessarily. There's just there's there's a place a chain of command that God ordained and God structured in marriage. And, and it's, it's the way that God instructed it and it works and it's perfect mm-hmm. the way it works. Yes. But, um, but let's just, let's just jump into it with Mallory here. Um, I'm going to be reading in Ephesians chapter, chapter five, and we'll start verse 22. Mallory, if you can, could you read the first three verses and then I'll read Can you read 22 through 24, and then I'll read 25, where did I want it, probably uh, 25 to 29. How about that? Can you read that for me, baby?
1: Yes. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything.
0: Okay, verse twenty five. Husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and give himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, and that he might present it present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkles. Or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nurtureth it and cherisheth it. For even as the Lord of the church, I hate reading Bible verses Mm -hmm. when you have to burp. The whole time I was like trying to hold down this like this burp in my in my throat as I was trying to as I was trying to read and it probably sounded terrible. Anyways, but the first off, you know, it says wives submit yourself unto your husband as your own as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, when we first got married and, and we 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 read these verses and we study them and we've really tried to apply. Um, ourselves in these verses we really try and live and walk by what the bible says in our marriage and i'm just getting whatever if you want to say something out, it's you know by all means on on your part what you see and what you do that's fine but in the beginning let me let me explain about the man's side
1: all right because
0: ahead. because the man's side is obviously he holds more accountability He's, he's the man. He's like the Bible says, he's the head yes. of the household. You know, he makes the decisions and it's kind of like how Christ loves the church. And this is in, in, in marriage and, you know, Paul uses this example of how marriage is also like the church You know, the church should be submissive to the wife. I mean, I mean, uh, to the Lord. And so the Lord can love and grow the church and nurture it and cherish it and, and, and. and and bless it, you know? Um, and same thing with, with a wife to a husband, a wife needs to, you know, love and, and, and show all respect to her husband so that her husband can show love and respect to her and uplift her. And, you know, it goes on to saying, and, and, uh, what verse was that in, uh, in verse 27, going down to not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but, that it should be holy without blemish, and, and then he goes on to saying how the man, no man, hates himself, and he should love his wife like he loves himself, you know. Mm-hmm. But one thing that you know that I've I've done, I've tried to do, and continue to do as as our young marriage, you know, we've we've seen even even before we were married, we've seen a lot of young couples go through really tough times, mm-hmm. really hard times, and um, <clears throat> not saying that those hard times are always bad. I mean, those hard hard times, maybe the Lord put certain couples through that so it can form them. So maybe they can lean closer on them. But so far, Mallory and I, we've been really blessed to really not have a rough start. I mean, we have a house. We both have really good jobs. Um, we've we got good vehicles. I mean, we we don't necessarily struggle with financing just but that's half it just because we budget so well and that we live like we're poor (laughs) we may have you know a couple thousand back in the bank but we still live like we're poor rice Mm -hmm. and beans beans and rice but um but one of the things that you know i've i've always tried to do is communication um and I'm gonna really try and just use the man's point of view, so maybe you can use the like a wife's or a woman's point of view. <laughs> but um, we 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 young men as 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 husbands, we 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 read the Bible and the Bible says that we are the head of the household, that we are the leaders, we're the ones that make the final decisions, and our wife needs to respect us. But we forget to tend to read the rest of those verses. Kind of like the only verses, it seems, that really clicks in a young man's mind is, Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as unto the Lord. You know, and in verse 2, For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. So really, it, you know, if you just take those verses, really it looks like it uplifts the, the, the wife. I mean, I mean, the husband if you go down forward, you know, we see a lot of instructions that the husband has to, um, has to do for the wives. And, and, you know, young men, they, 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 they tend to take that to another level. Instead of showing love and respect, they show more of a dominance, more of a dictatorship. Um, you know, and, and, and one thing we, we had this, Conversation, not um. I believe Wednesday. Can we talk about this about the wedding? Okay. uh Just want to make but it's okay. We won't mention names, or, we're not gonna mention names or anything like that. But there was a conversation that me and Mallory had, and it went went s- something similar to this. Mallory came up and she goes, "You know, Landon, um, uh, my friend's getting married, and all the stuff, and um, and." I want, we want to, I want to go to the wedding and go see it, but we can't go to the reception. And I was like, well, why can't we go to the reception? She goes, well, there's, she's not too sure, but there's a possibility that there could be drinking and there could be dancing. And immediately, you know, I was obviously turned off at that. And I told her, "I, I don't think that that would be a good thing to do, to go to the, to go to the wedding if there's going to be dancing and uh drinking. And she said, "Well, we're we're just going to go to the to the actual wedding, to the ceremony. We're not going to go to the after party." And and here is where some men tend to make a wrong choice. Some men would just say, "No, we're not going. That's that. Boom. Drop it." And then kind of throwing their weight around as 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 young husbands tend to do saying, look, I don't want to go. I don't think it's a good idea. We're not going period. What I say goes in, 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 a lot of times that tends to make the wife very upset. And that's where the relationship could take a turn for the, for a little down a road where, where you're, you don't really want your relationship to go. Because they see you as a dictator, as a one that you don't care, you're not trying to understand the situation. She offered you an alternative, you still shot it down, and, and just being a dictator about it and and, and and kind of throwing your weight around. And she'll still obey and she'll still follow you, but down the road that might you may that same scenario may come up and the alternative may be a little bit different. But this is what I did, you know, and I, I told her, you know, that wasn't a good idea, and, and she gave me a an alternative and I said, Well, listen, you know, these young people they're getting married, and, and that's great. That's all that's awesome. But remember, a marriage is a covenant before God. And if we go to that wedding, we are witnessing a covenant unto God in front of God that this marriage is is, you know, is 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 for God and everything. It's a covenant in front of God, but immediately that same day, these young couple, after they're gonna have their ceremony, make this marriage known and this covenant to God, they would turn around that same day, and and on that same day, they would start drinking and dancing. So the very first day of their marriage, there you could say their foundation of marriage was surrounded by alcohol and partying, and that is not how God describes a marriage. That's not the way God designed a marriage to be, so I told her why it would be wrong of us to, to, to approve, what was the exact word I said, uh, approve, um, Condone, Condone. I I can't know. I don't think I can't remember exact word. but you know, it would be wrong to approve that go along with with that wedding and be there and support it knowing good. Well, that their marriage is on the get go was going to be, you know, their foundation was going to be involved around alcohol and marriage. So their covenant before God is started off on the wrong track. And and I and I told Mallory, you know, I just don't think that we ought to support that. Now, it would be different if it was like a whole nother day or a whole nother time or later on in their marriage, they decided to do that. You know, that's in between them and the Lord. But to make a covenant before the Lord in front of a church and in front of people and family and friends and all that, you know, I, in the same day, turn around and, and do drinking and partying, thats not. that's just not something we could support. You know, this is not something that I I think that we should go along with. And so what I did was I explained to my wife why I thought this was a bad idea. Why I thought we shouldn't support or go down this road. And, you know, I think a lot of times these young men, they don't do that. Instead of explaining with love and calmness and, and being a leader and a man and, and not getting angry and slow to wrath, but staying calm. And, you know, sometimes this didn't happen with in this conversation with Mallory, but sometimes, you know, women, they could it can get an attitude. They can start getting all upset and angry and everything. And the but the young man, the young husband may come back and, and, and get angry back. And get ang- and, and more angrier and mad, and they then they start both yelling at each other, yada yada yada, and it's just a big old fight over over something, you know, ridiculous or a decision that was made. But I believe very strongly, for a a marriage to work, you got to explain explain to them why you don't want to, and if you and if it's if it's something biblical. You, you really need to have biblical stance on it, but there might be times where I just have a bad feeling or young men may have a bad feeling to say, look, I don't think we ought to do that. And I can't explain why, but I just don't, I just don't know. And there might be times this happened with me and you one time. I, I, Mallory, Mallory and I were going to go do something and it turns out, I won't get into too much detail. Turns out, you know, something was going on and Mallory didn't know about it, but I knew about it, but we're in the company of a lot of folks. And I told Mallory, no, we can't go, whatever. And Mallory's like, why? I mean, why can't we go? And I said, we can't go. I'll explain later. And when we got home, I explained the situation. And then she understood. But that doesn't happen all the time. If if a if young man just says, no, we're not going, that's that, and doesn't explain and doesn't try to 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 show her wife, look, this is what was going on and this is what's happening. It can cause a marriage to rattle and it can cause a marriage to, um, to fail very quickly. So I believe, you know, communication is, is key to to any kind of marriage, you know, and we're, we're, this is the brand new part of marriage, but you know, just between me and Mallory, you know, leadership is so important, you know, and you know, it's so easy to go down that dictator road, but you kind of have to explain to your wife, you know, why you're making these calls and, and, and stuff like that. But, um, but what, what, what are your words around that? Mal he's getting nervous, but what do you think, you know, as, as a young woman, if, if your husband tells you no, and then he explains, what, what, what are your words on that?
1: Well, I do find it a lot more easier to understand and go along and follow my husband when he does explain things why we don't go and hang out with people that party or drink or stuff like that. I, I totally agree with, but the harder things like the wedding situation, that was a little bit difficult for me to understand, but I totally saw his standpoint and his biblical standpoint on it. And when he explained it to me and didn't just say, no, we're not going to go and that's that, I took it way better than, you know, him just shutting it down and not explaining it to me, not, you know, acting like it was important, you know, um,
0: it's hard, isn't
1: it? It's is very hard.
0: <laughs> it's hard to keep rolling. I know. You have no. You have no. Well, yeah, you do. But I have deleted so many podcasts because I've stuttered and lost my train of thought.
1: And this is why I don't do a podcast by myself. <laughs> mm. But I, I find it a lot easier. And I've seen people in situations where the husband doesn't explain, and. The wife reacts erratically and is upset and doesn't understand why and it doesn't make sense. And if the husband would have just said, I'll explain it to you, like just not right now, or steps aside and explains it to his wife and this is why I feel that we shouldn't do that or shouldn't go there, the wife would take it a lot better. And especially if she's a Christian woman, she should know that the husband is the leader of the home and that's his place. That's what God has ordained him to do, basically, in a marriage to make the final decision but to also lead his wife, not dictate his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and that's, you know, we see this in so many young couples where, oh, the man says No. The wife says, "Why?" And he goes, "Because I'm the, because I'm the husband. I, I, and I make the final decision. We're not doing it." And it may work a few times, you know. The mm-hmm. wife will be like, whatever, fine. We'll go home and I, I'll, I'll do laundry, whatever, and you go sit on the couch and watch your TV, whatever. And we see that a lot. But then, if you keep going down that road, Mallory and I have also seen in couples that have been married quite, quite a while that. That woman, that wife, when the husband says no, the wife tends to rebel against the husband. Mm-hmm. Tends to like, well, you know, he's, he's just a jerk. He's, been, he's just a dictator. He won't, he won't listen to me. He don't care about my feelings. He, he's selfish. He's selfish. <laughs> he never wants to talk about anything. He just shuts me down and tells me no. And, uh, and that's when the wife, when the man says no, we're not going, my wife—that's when a lot of the argument in public starts happening, mm-hmm. and maybe not being public. Maybe she goes behind your behind a young the husband's back and starts going out, and maybe she starts spending money that they don't have or whatnot, or maybe just starting to spend money that they have that he's been kind of hogging for himself, and that happens so much. I mm-hmm. mean, especially with 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 young guys, young guys. They, and like ammo is the biggest thing, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, 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 we know, we know (laughs) several couples, yeah, we know several couples that they buy a bunch of ammo and everything and they're, they'll spend, you know, 200 or, or almost a hundred and something dollars a month on just ammunition, video games, or, or just going out to eat or whatever. They just spend a ton of money, um, but when it comes to their wives, they they get onto their wives by every little bitty thing they spend. I mean, it might be you know, you know, you know, uh, five bucks at, at at McDonald's for a salad or something like that, <laughs> and the man gets onto them. So, you know, we, there's, those are just some examples of situations that you know, as as a husband, as a young man. There's more to it, and you know, I, I'm I'm talking like I've been married for years. But and hey, listen, y'all, I'm I'm kind of preaching to myself, and I'm trying to teach myself and and reading the Bible and explaining it so I can live by it better. Is that as a young man, I cannot be a dictator. Mm-hmm. If I say something and I make it law in my house under my roof, I need to explain that to my wife. And I need to do it in a loving, caring manner. But another thing that's... You always do. Well, I try. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But another thing we men tend to do is we do not want to have a conversation about stuff that maybe our wives want to have a conversation about. And it might be because we may not be confident. And, you know, I'll let y'all... Pick and choose what those conversations are, uh maybe it's about financial, maybe it's about you know children or or moving or jobs or whatever the case might be. Sometimes women want to have a conversation with their husband. I remember when my parents when I was in still at home, I remember my mom and dad when they were younger. Uh, mom would be in her bedroom, and dad would be watching TV. And that was the thing. That was just what they did. Um, And, you know, they had their spats. They had their arguments and everything. But I noticed a change over the years that what they started to do, they started to put down everything aside put down their hobbies, put down what they were doing, whether it was watching TV or reading a book or on Facebook or working on the tractor or, or you know, whatever the case might be. They started to go out on the front porch and drink coffee and just talk. And, and you know, that, that might be a simple thing. Just just have a conversation, just talking to your wife. and And, you know, we've We've only been, we haven't even been married. Have we been married six months? I think we have. No, yeah. five, 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 almost six months. We haven't even been married six months yet. And um, and we're already, you know, when, when sometimes we just don't have a conversation. Sometimes she goes in her room, I go in my room, uh, which, well, more like <laughs> the future baby room or the studios right now. I build these little, um, these little, Whatever Models models, Builds You know And she goes And reads a book Or she'll go And listen to her Bible Bible And podcast Whatever And um, But you know We've all Since the beginning We've often tried To just sit down And talk And have a conversation You know The other day Sometimes Sometimes And the other day Well we went to Dallas Just to drive around We didn't have a whole lot Of money to spend So we just Drove around Mm-hmm. and we just had a talk. We talked, and we laughed, and we had a conversation. It was awesome, but I think that's a big thing that women want to have with their husbands is a conversation, and we men, sometimes we just don't want to do that, and listen, I completely understand, because <laughs> listen, I get up at 2.45 in the morning. I go to work by, by 3.45 or 4 o'clock. I'm at work. And I don't get home to sometimes you know three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon. sometimes it's five thirty. It just depends on the day but um and i and sometimes when you come home, you just want to sit down, have a cup of coffee, and just sleep <laughs> sleep or or watch t v or 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 play a game or whatever. So I totally understand where the man comes from, you know but you know, we also have a wife we have to take care of and a wife to invest in. You know, the Bible describes, you know, a marriage, you know, like when it says we're the leaders, it means we can, we often can control how our relationship is going to be. You know, we, um, for instance, if we're a dictator to our wives, our wives will more likely rebel. They'll go against our word. They'll argue more and they'll have fights more. If we don't want to talk to our wives, they'll eventually find someone to talk to. And then problems occur with family members and this and that. And just it, it can become a mess very quickly. Fortunately, we don't have any really experience in that because we've really, really tried to um, stay biblical and do the right things and and um, talk to the right people. But... I mean, f- f- the direction, I'm talking to the young men here, the young husbands or the older husbands, whatever, husbands in general. You are in control of where your marriage goes. If you do the right things and you do the smart things and you invest in your wife and you love, you love your wife and you spoil her and you do all the right things, she will return the favor. There's one thing I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say, and you're gonna tell me to be quiet. But just, just listen. Sometimes I embarrass Mallory in front of folks. Oh no.
1: I'm
0: gonna say. I'm gonna say. say, Just let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. Okay. So at the house, you know, so I'm sure as married couples, sometimes at the house, you know, when when Mallory walks in from work, I go, man, look at that thing walking in my house. Golly. Beautiful thing. Mm. And I go and give her a big old kiss. That's one thing. You know, showing love when she comes home and, and, and investing that love towards her. Showing her that I care and that I miss her and I love her and stuff like that. But what I've also done is I I tend to do it in public also. Normally it's not at Walmart or anything like that. But it's it's normally at either her parents' or my parents' house. Sometimes she'll come around the corner. She'll... Walk up, we should be walking away, and I'll say, "Golly, look at that thing walk, man, Ooh, <laughs> man, my beautiful wife right there." Mm. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <to> <laughs> it's just <laughs> us. Was, we're on the podcast. Oh, well, still, I don't know, but um, <laughs> and sometimes I'll lean over to other guys if they're single, if they're married also, or like my dad. <laughs> 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 I'll go, man, you see that thing walking around there? Golly, what'd I do to put a ring on her finger? I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> I already did. But um, that's another thing, you you know, you young guys, you know, I think, I think it's important to do is brag on your wife and to your wife. You know, it's one thing to, to brag to your wife in front of her and love her and take care of her and do all those good things to her in front of her. But it's another thing to do it in public. Let other people know that that is my wife, and I love her, and I cherish her, and she is my everything. You know, Aww, and this baby. is well, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. <laughs> true. And um, what I've learned is that when you do those things, when you brag to your wife or in front of people about your wife and everything and let her know you love her and, 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 and invest that in her, not just to her, but in front of people, letting other people know how much you care and love about love, love, love her. Um, okay. I had to check and make sure the recording is still going. but, um, when you do that, it goes further then you would think I've noticed when on the way back home when we're driving, we don't fight or have an argument. We normally when when stuff like that happens, you know, our 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 conversation going back home is very pleasant. We're talking, we're laughing, we're singing songs, we're having a good time. And then when I go home, I've noticed that there's a um, the atmosphere changes you know, she she tends to want to cook uh, something for you. She she'll make your car like want like you know that. Let me use, let me use this as an example. That happened one time, and when we came home, we had a great conversation. We laughed. We cut up. When I got home, immediately she made a cup of coffee. She was you know she made me a cup of coffee. She was. Oh, you, you did several other things I can't remember.
1: Probably scratched your back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Rubbed your feet. Yeah, you, something. you uh, something
0: like that. You know, you were doing a bunch of stuff like that. You know, just but I remember you being very like, like uh, you wanted to invest back into me. Very
1: loving. Very loving,
0: <laughs> and and that, and it, but it it starts with the man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are hard to love, it's gonna be hard to love you. Okay, I mean I mean it's not it's not I mean you you can't expect your wife to continue to treat you good, to love you, to to invest in you and to do all those wifey things that you always have expected your wife to do if you don't show her love and compassion. And that's when the Bible comes in, you know, and, and like Christ loves the church. It, it goes in verse 27. He that might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. And ought men to love their wives. This is verse 28 of Ephesians chapter 5. Love their wives as their own body. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. But it goes to show that you have to invest in your wife. And it does not have to necessarily be money. I think it's really good if you surprise your wife with a banana shake or a banana split.
1: <laughs>
0: and it's important to you know just surprise your wife with small gifts. It doesn't have to be expensive. It could be just something small. But for for women, they they tend, at least my wife tends to <laughs> she's like blushing here. She tends to take that to heart so deeply and, and it, it, it enriches our relationship, you know, but, but it starts with the young man, doesn't it, Mallory? I mean, it's all, you know, and that's what it's talking about, spiritual leadership. You know, you, the, how do I say this? Your wife cannot follow you if you're not following God. And and I think a lot of people don't realize this, but God made marriage. Mm -hmm. He created it. He's the one that, you know, put the man and the wife together in the very beginning. And because it was established by God, it was created by God, God has to be involved in it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Without Christ or without God in your marriage, a marriage is incomplete and it mm-hmm. doesn't it just doesn't work. The wife is trying to be above the husband, the husband's trying to, you know, demand respect and de- demand all this stuff, being a dictator, um or they're trying to be completely equal. It's not about necessarily e- equal what what I do believe is that you need to love and, and support your wife and everything she does. You also need to serve your wife. You do. 90% of the time, my wife will make me a cup of coffee. She'll make dinner. She'll make supper and, and, and stuff of that nature. And that's just what she does. But we young men, we need to serve our wives too. If they need their back scratched or if they're, their shoulders are hurting, you know, we need to massage them. Because I promise you, I guarantee you, you're sitting there knowing right now that, yeah, when my wife, if I ask for a massage, she's going to give me a massage, you know, or at least she did. She used to. And that's another thing, you know, I've always heard this. My wife, if my wife says no, it's no, and my wife don't do this no more. When we first got married, my wife did this, my wife did that. Brother, I, I, I've, I've seen marriages to this day that they're still in their honeymoon state. They may have some years on their honeymoon state. <laughs> they may have been together for quite some time, but they, they've never lost that magical touch. And I, 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 I think me and Mallory both really strive to be that kind of couple, you know. Because, like I said, you can't expect your wife. To keep doing what she's doing or what she did before, if you're not returning the favor, if you're not showing her love and, and compassion and just simply being a husband. There's more to being a husband than making the financial decisions and saying which church we go to or which direction we go and stuff like that. There's more to it than that. You know, I mean, your wife, she is a person. You know, she is, she is not your slave. She is not your maiden. That is your wife. Bible says there one flesh in verse 29 for no man ever yet hateth his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, even as the Lord of the church, for we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. What does it say? Um, here we go. For this cause, this is verse 31. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they shall be and and they too shall be one flesh. You want you want all this. Um and, and they're one person, they're one body, they're one flesh, and you need to love her as you as you love yourself. You know, if you spend money on yourself and you're going out and doing things with hanging out with friends or, or buying these things for your car or going on these hunting trips or whatever, you need to also invest that same amount of money and that same amount of time in your wife, if not more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Mallory has a verse she's wanting to read. Do you? Well, I
1: was just, I found another verse that's basically saying the same thing in Genesis two twenty four says therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh
0: yeah exactly and that and you know that's just going to show that you know how do I explain this i mean it's it's sad that we're in a position where I don't want to offend people, but you know it, it's true you know the the man biblical standards. The man is the head of the household. Why is the man of the household? Because Christ is the head of the church, and a church can't function if they're not submitting or loving the Christ. It cannot work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, young women, you also—well, I'll let you kind of talk about this. How young women need to love and support their husbands, mm-hmm. even if sometimes they're not understanding. You—you you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm trying to get my words. Yeah. Um Yeah, as a wife, especially as a Christian wife, to be in the will of God, I have to follow my husband even if I don't agree necessarily. Um I still follow him, I respect him, I love him. <laughs> Just like um
0: what do you not? What do you not agree
1: on? No, I'm just saying, like, if there is something that I don't agree with, like, I, don't, I, we don't have anything I don't agree with. I know, I was thinking, but I'm just saying, in like, general, in there's general, something
0: that they disagree on.
1: Yeah, if there's something you disagree on, mm. um, you I was still, like, the wife right still, <laughs> <laughs> the wife still needs to follow the husband because she needs to be in the will of God. And if the husband has made a decision and he has um what is the word I'm Well, asking? yeah, I, I
0: get what you're saying, like <laughs> she she needs to follow her husband. Yes. As long as he's following the Lord.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If he's not following the Lord and the wife knows it, has a biblical verses, um, she needs to follow God.
0: Yeah. Because she, you can't expect your wife to follow you, man. I'm, I'm just gonna flat out say this. You cannot expect her to follow you, respect you, if you're not following God.
1: That's very true.
0: Number one, like I said before, God is the center of marriage. That's what He created it to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if God is not in the center of your marriage, you're out of the will of God.
1: Yep. And, and your, your marriage, marriage cannot is not gonna prosper. Well,
0: it cannot function the way it mm-hmm. was. Tended to exactly there will be issues and there will be troubles and and not saying that there aren't in in a a godly marriage also because we're humans and
1: we make mistakes we make
0: mistakes and we disagree (laughs) and and stuff of that nature but um but as long as you are as long as y'all both that's another thing you know you both
1: have to be in the will of god and you both have to be in god's word and praying daily
0: That's why it's so important for you young guys. You you young guys, y'all need to find a woman just like my wife. You can't have my wife, but you can find a woman just like her. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, guys, you can't expect to marry the bartender, you know, if she's a woman or or some kind of, you know, wild thing, partier, and expect to... Have a ex- good wife. Expect to have a good wife. You know, because y'all both need to be headed in the same direction. Mm-hmm. But you need to be the one leading it. That's why y'all got to find good Christian men and women. You young ladies, I know it's so easy to find the bad guy, you know, find a find a dude that is popular and, and is is athletic or or just drop dead gorgeous, whatever.
1: But, but if he is not a man of God, he is not worth it. That's right. I waited and waited and waited for Landon. I thought I was never going to get married. You were a cat lady. No, I was going to be a dog lady. I'm allergic to cats. But I thought I was never going to get married. But because I waited on the Lord to bring me Landon, he blessed me, and now we're married. Mm -hmm. So you just have to have faith and pray. And it can be discouraging sometimes. When you don't, you can't see, but a day ahead of you, what you're going to do. You don't mm-hmm. have any prospects or anything, <laughs> but God has his plans and you just have to trust him.
0: It's very, um, it's very frustrating as a, especially as a Christian, <clears throat> Because there's so many people out there, so many guys, and there's so many girls out there that you could have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're just tired of being alone, and you're just wanting a relationship, and this and that. You know, that's where the devil tends to get our young adults, our young youth. Exactly. Because these girls at 15, 14, 16, they think they need to be dating a guy. They need to be with somebody, because everyone's with somebody.
1: Everybody else was with somebody, and I was single from... 15 to 18.
0: Baby, that, that that guy did not count.
1: No, I'm saying I'm saying like, dating age. Oh, 15 to 18. Oh. I was single. No, anything before 15. There's there's no hope. I mean, you're just in la la land.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> and they called it puppy, puppy love. love. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. any serious relationship. Really, like dating wise, shouldn't be any younger than fifteen. But even at fifteen, I mean, no guys ready to get married at fifteen. That's and then, <laughs> no girls know, ready to get married. Yeah, and
0: at that was 15. the thing. You know, th- I, I heard a preacher say one time. You know, it there's a reason why these girls want a relationship, why they they're so easily to fall in love at the age of like thirteen, mm-hmm. um, fourteen, whatever, is because for like the past. 6,000 years, young women, were, the proper age to get married was around 13, 14, 15 years old. That was natural.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And naturally, a young man was, really wasn't really ready to get married until he was about 16 years old. Yeah. 16, no, I mean, earliest at 15. But over the years, honestly, just the past 100 years, recent years, times have changed. Yeah. I mean, we both know grandparents that got married at 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, she was 15. Uh I know one old lady, she's passed now, but she got married at I think it was at Granny's church, the this lady or maybe she was a um, maybe it was one of those ladies auxiliary ladies that came to Granny's church. Anyways, she got married at 13 years old to a I, 17-year-old man. I yeah. know a, a lady in our church. She,
1: well, she's now can't not able to come to church anymore, but she got married when she was 14.
0: Yeah. It happened. It happened. And it wasn't until recent years where, um, that wasn't a thing anymore, you know? Um, but times have changed. So I remember this preacher was like, so when your daughter is in that puppy love stage and she's wanting to get married, it's, it's just because in the natural human body, that's the way it's been forever. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until recently they, they really weren't allowed or they were more discouraged to deny their feelings and get married at a... Um,
1: like 30. <laughs> at yeah, now
0: it's, all, now it's all like you need to... You
1: wait till you're 30. Wait till you're
0: 30 years old, get all your partying out of the way and everything like that. But that's ridiculous. I'm glad I'm 21 and married. Yeah, that's, that's you know. And I believe everyone has their certain times. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're postponing marriage because of selfish needs, as in like you want to party or anything like that, um, that's the wrong way to handle it. That's, I mean, I'll tell if you this. You're that right,
1: that's selfish, you shouldn't be getting well, married. Well, you know, the first when, place. when we
0: first got married, right when we got our ducks in a row, right when we were financially stable and all that good mm-hmm. stuff, we got, uh, we got married. Remember, we were going to get married in November and we pushed it up to September.
1: Mm-hmm. So we um <laughs> couldn't wait any longer. We couldn't
0: wait any longer. You know, we're like, hey, it's, we're ready to go. But I know these young couples, sometimes they're the fiancés and they'll be dating for like six years,
1: engaged for four, engaged
0: for four, and then they'll be married for like Four years and then finally have a kid. They've been together almost fifteen years, and they're like in their almost almost mid thirties before they have a kid. You know, just you know, and that's whatever they want to do. You know, that's fine. But to me, that that just seems crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> why wait so long? Wasting, it just seems like you're wasting time. I guess, but
1: because you know, you know, now that we're married, we have forever to be with each other. I
0: mean, you know, I always say I don't want to be sixty years old and have a eleven year old going around. You know, or you, know, or, yeah, or like you know, or still have kids in the house. Yes, of course, my dad <laughs> will probably be sixty, <laughs> <laughs> but that's because he had seven children. I mean, that's a funny thing. You know, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but Dad, he always says, you know, I have my life. I have lived more life raising kids than not raising kids. And he said, what a blessing that's been, you know. And mom, she was pregnant for like 15 years.
1: <laughs> she you was know. Still pregnant for 15 yeah, years. Right, it was
0: pretty close. It, was, pretty it close. was on and off.
1: It was on
0: and off, but you know, I mean, in time frame, it was pretty close. 15 <laughs> years. But, um, seemed like it anyways. I mean, up until <laughs> I turned about 14... I mean, that's when she just wasn't pregnant anymore. She was always <laughs> pregnant, you know, it was just crazy. Anyways, but um but you know having just investing in marriage. It's
1: a wonderful thing.
0: It's a wonderful thing. And and you know, and I think a lot of the I think a lot of young guys, they're just they're scared to put away their past. You know they've done a, they've done the sports and the video games for for such a long time. That's all they've ever known. Mm-hmm. But there is a um, there's a new chapter in life ahead of you. You know, and, and I and I know it's hard to let go of of those childhood mm-hmm. thoughts and those childhood wants, and you kind of want to continue to do it. Maybe you're more mature and you do more mature things but that selfish need that selfish want in our in our hearts that that we tend to tend to latch onto it it changes so much when you when you let that go and and you become one with your wife and you become one you know with your soulmate because uh, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here because my wife <laughs> she's looking at these ants here.
1: I'm sorry, they're distracting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool how they make those little tunnels. Tom- I have an ant farm now. <laughs> you talked me into,
1: it. Talked me into, it. into <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: but um, but you know, as a young you know young man, young man, I, I I I understand that it's hard letting go of your your past, your childhood. But when you do bring someone into your life and you're a married man, it's time to take on that next chapter. You know, and I it's and it's it's difficult, I know, but it is so much fun. I tell you what <laughs> being dating was so stressful
1: it was awful it was re-
0: <laughs> especially as a Christian family
1: it's awful because it awful. we we had like an Hours
0: drive between us. Mm-hmm. And we could only see each other on the weekends.
1: No, that but the limitations. I mean, just I wasn't gonna <laughs> go there. <laughs>
0: but I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, uh, it's not ridiculous. It's not. But it's it's the time. was... the time? Right? It's just you know, it's it, it was very stressful. Ever since we got married, it seemed like all stress has just gone away. <laughs> and but but you know, I think yeah. some people think it's gonna be horrible being married. And it is horrible being married if you don't
1: marry the right person. you don't marry the
0: right person, but if you don't take on that next chapter,
1: mm-hmm. if you
0: continue to dwell like you were and act like you were when you're single, it doesn't work. A marriage cannot yeah. work if you're acting like a single man,
1: exactly. like the Bible says. Or a single woman. Or a single
0: woman. yeah, you, know, you become one person. Mm-hmm. So every your thoughts and minds, everything needs to be together in one unison.
1: It's not all about Landon or it's not all about mm-hmm. Mallory. It's about what we what, want what,
0: to do together yeah. and what we need to do mm-hmm, together. That's right. And that's what I was talking about with the church. The church needs to be one-minded. Mm-hmm. It needs to be everyone focused and going one direction, serving and loving the Lord. And mm-hmm. the Lord will provide everything else. Thanks. As long as we continue to serve and do the work, the Lord will provide. And our relationship and our church will be successful. Same thing with the marriage. Your goal it's got to be Jesus, it's got to be the Holy Spirit. It's got to mm-hmm. be God because without that without without God
1: and Christ is the center of your relationship
0: and with Christ being the center of your relationship it it just does not work. It, it can't crumble
1: and fall. will crumble
0: because your found the foundation of marriage should be God and when it's not God when you replace that with something else it it just it doesn't work. It can't work.
1: Even if the husband replaces God with his wife, it's still not going to work.
0: Yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought you were going to have
1: more. <laughs> no, that's all I had. Yeah, <laughs> Just one <yeah>. thought.
0: <laughs> but that's something we, we thought we um we thought we'd talk about. You know, and again, you know, fifteen years from now, Lord knows where we'll be at. But I, I still hope, in fifteen years now, you know, I'll we'll love you still- more than I I do now. But I always look back to that song. I really can't remember it, but it's a song by. I loved
1: you then. I thought, thought, I, loved I, thought
0: then. I loved you then. It's, it's you a know.
1: Brad Paisley song. Is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: it's been a while, but I I remember that song, and that's a that's a good song. It is. It's a good song. But anyways, well, you ready?
1: I guess so. We need to
0: finish these tamales.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: but anyways, tales as old as rhymes. Time. Songs and <laughs> east.
1: No. Nope. As as <laughs> you totally butchered it. Songs babe. as old as time. No. What? I messed up. Yeah. Tales, Tales as, as old as, old as, as rhymes. Time.
0: Times. Songs as, as old as, as rhymes. Beauty and, and
1: the Beast. You're so cute. Thank you,
0: <laughs> thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm Landon Barrios.
1: And I'm Mallory Barrios.
0: And this is by, by the, the campfire, campfire with, with the, the Barrioses. Barrios-es.